Good day, guys, and welcome back to episode five of the podcast. Um, welcome to all the listeners, all the new listeners in, um, in today. Welcome. Um, today, I'm very excited about the guest we've got. Corey, how you going, mate? Not bad. Yourself, Maxie? I'm all right, mate. Would you like to introduce the two very special guests? So, we should have had three guests, but unfortunately, we've got an empty seat. Tommy Walker's not making it in with us tonight. Unfortunately, he's been stuck in uh, South Geraldton with his old man. So He's mafia anyway. Yeah, well, you know. We've got, to my right, Alex Rose, member of the town, president of the town. Right <laughs> now, Rosie? Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. Lovely. Uh, and then we've got Josh Mason, the wolf of St. George's Terrace. How are you? Good. Love that. Rosie's got a bit of a red face. I think he's a little bit nervous for the potty, mate. Yeah. What do you reckon, mate? Nah, so I'm sober, a bit sweet bum, but... Yeah? Um, yeah, excited. Oh, sweet. Okay. Good. Let's get Very underway. Well. Um, I haven't got my transcript up, so... Do you That's want... all right. So we're going to run today with the weekend wrap to start us off. Right. We've got a good, good range of actually... What have we got? A, a ones, twos, threes... What have we got? One, twos, threes and fours representing, or one, twos, one, twos and threes representing us today, so we'll be able to run through the wrap. You say so, I'm a fours player. Yeah. Well, sorry, didn't mean that. Apologies. <laughs> Base, start us off, run us through the highlights of the ones for the last two weeks in our first two days. Last two weeks. Um, yeah, so we bowled first, had a pretty successful first innings. We bowled them out for 211. Nice, mate. Um, came, well, we had a bit, probably 18 overs on the first day. We've ended up on 38 for one, I think it was. Um, came back next week to a pretty, a pretty, pretty flat track. Um, beautiful wicket, so started off really well. Um, Again, we lost two pretty quick ones, I think, um, and then we were around about 94, I think it was. Um, I got out pretty cheaply, then Bees and Sabs uh, combined for a pretty big partnership, I think it was, um, and they pretty much took us over the line. Yeah. And then Chris Saberg, um, the big lefty. The big lad. The big lad. Um, Week one's up. breakthrough player. Yeah, he's my breakthrough <laughs> My breakthrough player, mate. Um, <laughs> mate. He was outstanding. He got 66. He's really uh, breaking through the ranks, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's that young bloke, I tell you. Can't confirm that's his highest eight-way score, apparently. Oh, oh nice. nice. Um, for us, which is good. So, yeah, we ended up 355, battled all day. Not too sure junior boys are happy about that. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, very successful weekend out for boys. So that's small that's few, internal fume or out? Well, like, big fume or, for me? or small fume? From no, uh, big fume. Ah, yeah, a couple of boys in the tea time came to me. Don't yeah. care about you. You know what the great thing about the tea was, though? The fruit mince pies, mate. I had about five fruit mince pies of tea. Exactly. I was on the biggest sugar high at tea. <laughs> and Mace was feeling with us and he knew I was going nuts at tea. Like I couldn't <laughs> shut up. And I was going it crazy was, in the last session. Good, good spread from Judy. Yeah, pretty good spread. Yeah. That's win one. Rosie, you us in on win two in the twos. Yeah, pretty handy win. Um, believe we went nine for 288 to start off with. Rob Honeyball. You know, we got off, yeah, fucking Rob Hunnicle, yeah, that's, that's all we need to go there. Um, yeah, we started off, uh, nicked off a few early. Maury came out firing, as always. Nice. Um, TK hit a few bombs as well uh, before we were seven for 160, and then me and Rob put on a bit of a partnership, a little bit of self-motion there. Um, <laughs> so uh, we love that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was run out when Rob was on 99, which was the biggest bait of the weekend. Can you, um, can you, we, we have this for later, yeah. but I yeah. love the explanation of now. Of I'll run the listeners through what I thought happened, and you can give us a first-hand point of view. So yeah. sitting off the field, Rose, yeah. he's got to bounce up. This time, it's sort of gone to a wide yeah, I, I felt like I... There was a run there. 
Yeah. There was a run there, yeah. but, but there was a run. Yeah. the Rob's way on ninety nine, yeah. and that is the last ball of the over, and the bloke down the other end is bowling literally fruit mince pies. And they're delicious. Man. They are delicious. <laughs> Rob was seeing them right doing balls exactly. Anyway, yeah. as Kevin Spacey says in the movie Twenty One, always account for variable change. You weren't accounting for the fact no, Rob was on 99. No, maybe there was one too many beers on Friday night to account for that. That's oh, okay. It happens. He just admits it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, bowling innings, I'll, I'll run us through that once. It's uh, me, Rosie, 12, 12 hard, or G20 overs. Yeah. Myself, 21. There's another one myself. Motion both. One on Jens, one on boys. So Maxie, run us through the threes. Threes we batted last week in the first week. And uh, Sam House and Linton Pierce was put on 100. I think we said this last week in the podcast. Uh, then we, Anyway, we were, we were defending 260 on Saturday. Um, we were kind of always winning. We just had to kind of lean over them for the whole day to kind of win. And then towards the back end of the final session, one of their blokes just kind of a heater. Um, and it was just horny him. The right-hander? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, they needed about 20 runs to win nine down and, um, yeah, ended up just running the bike out on 99. Can you give us a rundown of where you've thrown from? <laughs> so, <laughs> the bloke was on 98. <laughs> they needed about 20 runs to win off about three overs and he just hits it to, like, deep square. But I'm, like, I'm kind of about 20 off the boundary because I know they'll run to anyway. Anyway, so a ball comes to me. and like, hits a single, so he's on 99 and then he runs back to the keeper. I just run him out. Uh, we win the game, and he gets 99. That was a, that, that was the best arm I've seen from Peach um, <laughs> in cricket. Yeah, genuinely, it was rapid. Yeah, it's ten goes an hour. No, I usually has a bit of a custom arm. I do usually. It's all right. That was really good. Out, <laughs> out, goes clutch, wins the game for us. Highlight of the days. highlight of the season. So that's three wins. <laughs> we go to our fourth win with um, the fours wrapping up a wonderful win where Mitch Rosh has gone and Cassie Stevens, I believe, put on. Heap of runs to, to get us over the line there. Mm. Rosh ends up with 54 not out. Their captain's knocked too, yeah, 54 really not. Yeah, good knock. Uh, Dom Cross with 4 for 35 the week before. And I do believe the female B grade we played on Sunday also won by 193 runs, I believe. Highest team score for us and the highest we've ever won. So that's five from five from the weekend and puts us, I believe, ahead on top of the club championships. Uh. Which is the first. Not according to Rocky's Facebook. Hang on a second. Yeah. During the week, was it official? Was it Rockingham putting yeah. up a set screenshot on their Instagram page on Sunday morning before all the results have been put in, claiming that they were sitting ahead <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the club championships. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so they went real. They jumped the gun there. They know they've got to wait till Monday. What so, do you What do you get for winning the club champ? I don't know. Oh, you get a, do you get a big old flag? flag? Massive flag. We've got a new stadium. We're yeah, going to put a big flag up in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll put that nice long fairly ground one next year. People, hopefully. Uh, moving on. We'll move <laughs> on to the... Um, oh, got a couple of questions for the boys. Yeah, this is a word of Rosie first. What's your favourite restaurant? And on top, I'd like to give us a why you'd want to go to the restaurant. Go on, right. man. I'll do that this one. Um... Yeah, look, okay. Um, um, all right, I know one. Okay, 
I really, really like Theo and Co's pizza, and it's not a nut class joint, yeah, that's but right, that's right. what it's got is good deco, yeah. and also it's a really good place to have an affordable day. You, you go there, okay. Buy two pizzas for next to nothing. We've got to read between Andrew's seven, Rosie's daily, so, bro. Yeah, no, I like this. I like this. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Theo Pizza, both Big Park and Liverpool. Yeah. I'd say I go, I go Liverpool first, but Big Park doesn't. Big Park's actually quite good. And you're going to yeah. move that on later in the night after the day, a couple of pizzas into somewhere else, like Nashville. Into Blue Flamingo for a little bit. Ben Hope. Okay, well, yeah, uh, come on, we'll guys. leave the rest. Come on, gents. Come on, gents. Come, come, come on, boys. Mace. Question for you, same thing, favourite restaurant? Favourite restaurant. Mm. Okay, mine is an easy one, actually. Um, I don't know if anyone's been to Nobu. Oh. Um, I'm a massive foodie. I love my food and I love like fine dining. And Nobu is by far the best restaurant here that I've... Yeah, I love it. In Perth? Um, in Perth, yeah. And the service there, I think the, the big thing there is probably the food, but also their service is next level. So, well, and, again, and again, talking about dating, I'm talking about dating, not affordable, but... Um, great place to take for everyone day. Yeah, this is the wall takes it. Maxie, I'm gonna throw this question to you as well. What's my favourite restaurant? What's your favourite restaurant and why? My favourite restaurant is a restaurant called Hullo. It's in um, I don't know somewhere around Leadville, but it's not Leadville itself. Um, and I used to go there for my birthday when I was young. It's like a Japanese restaurant, and I used to I was grew up in Tokyo, so yeah. whenever I go there, it's like how OJ memories. So, yeah. Memories from the childhood. Yeah. After that. Next one. What did you, Mace, we'll start with you for this question. Oh, okay. The Wolf of St. George's Terrace. <laughs> what did you get up to over the winter? Um, I actually had a pretty, we'll start with the fitness part of it. I actually had a pretty big pre-season. Yep. Um, away from cricket, I had a lot of fitness. Um, but yes, um, a lot of midweek tinning. Oh, yeah. um, good Friday Humming, as they like to call it. Um, that's pretty much it, mate. A lot of work. Little work trip away, I saw. Oh, yes, yes, up. yes. Um, so that's actually part of my review, but um, yeah, okay. yeah we'll, uh, we'll keep that for we'll a review. Yeah. Yeah. You just see, you're teasing us. You're teasing yeah. the listeners, mate. Let's keep this thing. Rosie, yeah. what about you? Yeah, well, I've been in England um, sticking up the joint on the plane. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's a bit, a bit of jargon there for the non cricket yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's bowling average. Um, but then, yeah, I went to Durham with my mate Tom, which isn't here, which is where I'm really hoping that. So, yeah, it could be a good band. Yeah, yeah. But Tom's not here, so feel free. Yeah, so I'll, I'll speak on behalf of Tom as well. Um, yeah, did pretty well over there. Um, played one game of Durham Twos, which was awesome. And yeah, enjoyed my winter, but just working now, and that's a grind. So, yeah, we go again. Lovely. Lovely, Maxi. We covered you what you did over the winter. Yeah, we covered that in the episode one. Yeah, be through that done that. But yeah. for the listeners who just stayed warm. Get to get to episode one. Up, uh, have a listen. Probably about midway through, Maxi runs us through what he did in the winter. Um, we've run through. What else have we got here? Ooh, yeah, favorite, favorite UCC, UCC memory. memory. Both. Yeah. Pick one. Who goes first? Don't care. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is so easy for me. Um, I played a game, <laughs> second week of a ones game at Bayswater. Last year, oh, unbelievable! Yeah, this is this is a great one. So we were they were five for two hundred, chasing two hundred and fourteen, uh, something like that. And we've um, just gone like Mason's got a ridiculous run out. 
bit of self-promotion, mate. Uh, and then we've just taken a few polls and Dal has nicked off their number 11 on 213. We've won by two runs. Everyone's just sprinted into the middle and it was the best team song I've ever sung. Come on, so. Not only that, my memory start when it was all starting was the debut game for me. So coming into A-Rad, you can't really get a better game yeah. than that. And I remember the huddle, when we jumped on everyone, yeah. someone's just, there was boats flying on yeah, top. Yeah, there was sparks everywhere. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah unbelievable. And one of the best team songs you will probably ever yeah, see. That was yeah. amazing. Almost as good as South Perth's team song. That was probably the best. <laughs> that was a brilliant moment. Yeah. Base, yours? I've actually got probably, I reckon, this, yeah, definitely, it's pretty easy for me, but the South Perth semi-final. Yeah, that uh, was a Going knock. to the grand final was, personally and as a team, I think the best performance that we've put together. And then, obviously, very, very enjoyable experience to be in the grand final at the Wacker. Um, obviously, not played there a huge amount. So, it was, um, yeah, it was awesome. That was a pretty easy one to answer, yeah. My favourite UCC memory was on Saturday. Writing that bloke out on 99. <laughs> but it became my favourite memory after I realised he was on 99. <laughs> I didn't even know you got that close. And this one, Matt, you throw any of the questions here. When was the last time you ate a lamington? Yeah, now I've got a theory that, <laughs> that lamington consumption declined rapidly yeah, after, the, by the, after the JFC. How many lamingtons have you eaten before the <laughs> after the GFC? Hey, this is actually the old point. I've had lamington in about four years. But is that relative to age as well? No. I don't know. No. no. <laughs> the last lamington. I love lamingtons. Yeah. The last lamington I had was 10 years ago. Yeah, before yeah. the GFC, mate. No, I was just laughing. No one lamington. eats lamingtons after the GFC. Why everybody eat lamingtons? I love that lamington at a tea, at a Roman tea once, like a Rocky Mountain. Yeah, but that's like, it's not like a big old lamington, mate. I don't even think they're on the tea, but they still on Jimmy's press. Lamingtons, they are. Oh, they still make them in appearance. They do, but not eaten. So, yeah, they could just, probably market there. Probably because it's a lot of stomach and lamingtons. Do we, for anyone who's running green teas this week, probably lamingtons probably going to go. Nah, nah, it's post-GFC. <laughs> Unless we have another recession. Yeah. After the recession, we will go. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so good. All right. We're in the middle of one, so. Yeah. Okay. Are we? Two right, quarters yeah. of negative this growth. This one's a couple of questions, rapid fire questions right. for you here, Rosie. Um, three questions, then, Mace, we're on to you. Mm. Um, becoming good mates with our second overseas import, PK. Yeah. Good mates. Yeah. yeah. Love that, bro. Lovely. Is that what you got for him? Uh, well, okay, yeah. yeah. TK is a very nice guy. He enjoys a tin. And Which he also... He actually, no, he's a, he's a great bloke. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of good things to talk. He's a very interesting bloke. He's done a lot in his life. And he's, you know, just a, just a good mate. And I enjoy spending time with him. So, yeah. Playing cricket for an island, test cap. That's exactly a special yeah. thing. Not that that makes a person, but that's something that's... Good talking point as well. It's a good draw card. Um, <laughs> if you could pose one person out of the next three, who would it be and why? Between Sean, Maury, and Rex, who are you spraying first and why? And give us a situation because we covered this on the last poll. Oh, this is, this is a very, very difficult question because those are probably three of my best mates. But I would want to spray Randall so much. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <laughs> who's Randall for the listeners? Yeah, Randall is Sean's like, yeah. character for Randall for a long time. Oh, um, yeah. well, I love Randall. Randall. Why do you want 
most priority. Sure, I'm not going to let the house, mate. Randall gives me a lot of, of shit in the net. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. He does. And he, every time I, like, he hits a ball, he, you know, he goes, even if it's like a forward defensive. Yeah, like, one on one. And I hate going for runs in the nets, imaginary runs. So he really grinds my gears. Is it so just because you hate it? Yeah, he does, and that's what I. And that makes me hate it even more. So that's, that's why. I, mean, yeah. I, I'll spray it. All right. Okay, if you had to spray someone in the room, who would you spray out of me, Mason, Court? That's not even a question. Yeah. It's quite the exact same thing. I'm giving you straight up. <laughs> me, me and Rockets have a good relationship, but on a Saturday when Rockets is charging through the warm ups, especially against Bolleroo, I want to spray the body. It's very exciting against Bolleroo. For context, too, if you came down to the dance over the last two, the yeah, two Tuesdays, Thursdays, me and Rosie have been going at it. Rosie's specialty is. Banging it to cover and calling either four or a quick single when he's wasted to cover. Yeah. Um, and then chopping them into first slips, arms, and calling for. I think you so. I think you still fetched them from Tuesday. Oh, um, they were that big. Those those bombs on him. Wow. We sent him. Yeah, straight as well. We've covered we've covered this, but why did you go for the quick single in Rob's own ninety-nine last ball of the over and the other guy down the other end for it in his Yeah. Um, look. A lapse of concentration, and it was probably caused by, you know, maybe not getting enough sleep. And the twenty, yeah, the twenty-first season that's currently happening. It is twenty-first season, yeah. so it's been a bit tough getting to bed on time. So, yeah. I actually, this is a really weird question, but yeah. how come always twenty-first or always this time of year? And why not a Friday? Uh, it makes me it's, it's got something to do with the school age split. Yeah, no, but that doesn't mean people because, just turn twenty-one at this time of year, though, does it? Well, like no, no, school age split. Yeah, school age yeah. split. They're all either September. They're usually September to like March, and there's a few just before. And there's a few just after. Yeah. But that's your hot spot in years, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you're right. And also, yeah. the sun's starting to come out. More good vibes. End of year, summer. Like just their love vibes. Rosie's got it sorted. I reckon yeah. we're, we're on the same way. But I've started. I'm actually. I had a silent fume on Monday morning when I woke up. <laughs> Shocked me. I woke up on Monday after the match and I was just fuming at the fact that you know people want to celebrate their birthday on Friday. Like have some consideration for cricket. Well, let's be fair. Ninety percent of the population aren't chasing weather on a on a. Yeah, Saturday. but that ninety percent need to be mindful of the ten percent that are, especially like when you want to go out and have a tip. Yeah. You've got to be conscious of the fact that you got to you've got a day in the dirt the next day. I don't think Rosie yeah, wants right. that. Good question, for Mace. Yeah. Why are you so good but never score hundreds? That's for a real soft Jack, and you can't answer that question. Uh, thanks, Sobzy. Um, that is a question that I cannot answer. <laughs> How long have you been thinking about that? 14 years? Yeah, it's quite a few half centuries, but yeah, um, to be fair, I don't know how I've not turned up. You've hit 100 before, right? I've hit a couple, I've hit two, three, hundreds, maybe one, yeah, one second grade time. Yeah. Um, yeah, in a range of half centuries. But hopefully this year will be the year, lads. <laughs> I love how mellow, <laughs> how mellow it got because Max is actually upset about not hitting chance. Thanks, Sobzy. That's a great question. Uh, and then another one from Sobzy is Josh Mason's strike rate with the birds on the circuit. Give us an well, That's a bit ambitious for the potty. What is, yeah, what is your strike rate? Feel free to refer this back to Sobs, who is pretty much married. Is it? Yeah, yeah look, Sobs. On, on the circuit, what is your strike rate? Um, pretty low. Um, I can't, yeah, I have to be truthful about that. 
um, probably because I have a tendency to hose birds. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit fun. That's a bit, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the best quality of mine, but um, sometimes you have to be honest. Is that the alcohol consumption um, that you hose the birds? Yeah, traditionally, I've, traditionally I'm just a, a fumer as well, so I just fume at things I just shouldn't, be, shouldn't fume at. Um, and one of, them, one of them, yeah, the fact that Martins don't like me sometimes on a circuit <laughs> makes me fume and therefore... Please like me. <laughs> therefore I hose them and that's that. Yeah. End of night and I have them jagged, so... Fair fight. That's about it, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say under, under 100, then, then you jagged. Yeah. But look, I reckon Sobsy's cooking it though. But yeah. That's but for another day. That's another, that's another time, another question. We might get him on the podcast from England so we can banter a couple of questions back to him. All right. Review. Lovely. Start it off. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam, a little late. You can be we're, we're live on the podcast and Sam just come on. Yeah, do you want the new walls to say? Hey, Sam, there? something you would like to say? Just hunting a new pill. Oh, okay. Do you need a couple of those? Just take one out of the warm up. Yeah. All right. Rosie, review something for me, please, yes. mate. Right. Well, I've put a lot of thought into this because, you know, I saw this coming from a mile away. So. I'm going to re- review the five most dynamic duos at UWA Cricket Club. Nice. Um, the first most dynamic duo is Stiver and his winger. <laughs> and because it's a great combo, you know, they spend a lot of time together. They have good and bad memories as a town. Mostly bad when I'm batting. <laughs> mostly good, you know, when you know when he's nicked off the likes of Shulman and Maury, so um, he, he does a job. Um, yeah. Bailey Richards and Mitchell Grennan. Obviously, Batman and Robin. I don't actually reckon. Like, they're a duo. They're a duo right. But because they're so quiet. Yeah. It's an underrated duo. Can I explain? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, mate. I apologize. So, yeah, so, they complement each other perfectly, I think. Because Dreno bowls outies and Bales bowls innies. <laughs> Dreno gets the girls. Bales does not. <laughs> Bales has hair. But Dreno doesn't. <laughs> On his body. So I think, like, yeah, I think they, 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 they the three most interesting comparisons are there. They perfectly balance each other's balls. Imagine that, comparing me to Mesa. Yeah. Mesa bowls innies, Ped bowls outies. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 <laughs> if you're talking about a dynamic duo, you want versatility. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. buy that for each other because, as I said, Renault does not have chest hair, but Bale has a chest hair. <laughs> he has a rug. Yeah, he has so a rug. Yeah, yeah, Alright, go on. Dirty tassel. Next one. Um, John Henry Taylor and round six. <laughs> Moving on. Um, David Moody and Will Bazisto on the circuit. Great yeah. combo. Probably the most dynamic duo off the field. Okay. Probably the best two circuiters I've ever been out circuiting with, in my opinion. And the last one that I'm going to review is Josh Thornycroft and underage <laughs> cricketers at other clubs. Because Josh Thornycroft. Loves underage figures at other clubs and loves giving them a spray. Including <laughs> Jay O'Brien's brother on the weekend for Tula. And last year there was a, you know, a choice moment from a young cricketer who decided to spray Fawny back. And that is why they are the dynamic duo. Mate, so. Thanks, 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 Rosie. That's Pretty good. awesome, Rosie. Yeah. That's well played. Yeah, Rosie, that was uh, probably one of the best reviews I've heard on the podcast so far. So, yeah. uh, mine's a bit, uh, a bit more tame and not as funny as that, but um, I thought I'd. I enjoyed Moods' review about where he went for holiday. And I mm. thought, well, actually, I had a, a trip this year which I which I thoroughly enjoyed. Right. So I went to Fiji on a family holiday 
in August. Um, I thought I'd share with you, yeah, the listeners there, just uh, how lovely that country was and how lovely people were. Um, some of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, but yeah, um, one particular moment in the trip which I wanted to share with, with uh, the listeners was, um, so we went, it was about 34 degrees, beautiful day, like not a cloud in the sky, yeah, not yeah. no wind at all. Probably mid-afternoon, got on a private yacht um, with my, so it's my sister's birthday present, so oh, I, bought, cool. I bought this for her, um, and basically like an hour and a half boat trip out to, in between, it's called the Manicamus Islands in Fiji, um, an hour and a half out there, so it was quite a while, and beautiful, beautifully on the ocean, and going past all the coral and stuff, was amazing. Um, then a place called Cloud Nine, I'm not sure if anyone's heard of it, but this basically this floating bar with like pizza and um, all it. this stuff in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Um, literally in the middle of the ocean, all you look around is all you see like is the islands and then like smack bang in the middle yeah. of the ocean. Um, so yeah, got in there, spent probably about six or seven hours there, um, drank a lot of beer. Um, but yeah, snorkeled out to the reefs as well and it was the most enjoyable time of, of this year basically. So yeah, that's my review. I know it's boring for some. No, no that's it. It's Dude, one of those I things would, where it's like, it's hard on like a Thursday afternoon to feel yourself in the middle of Fiji, oh. you know? But, yeah, but anyone, you could because you've been there. Anyone who wants to go to Fiji, I've been to Fiji. I felt like I was in Fiji. Yeah. Yeah. You can oh, see okay. that. If the listeners just close their Shaven, like, and now there's this like growth that's happening. That's I'm incredibly jealous of for starters because my facial hair stinks. But this is actually unbelievable. Pedro, can you just run us through why you've chosen? Yeah, to so um, I used to work in a bank and I had to shave my beard for work every day. And but now I just teach English as my job, so I can grow a beard. And it's probably also because if you have a beard when you're young. You probably look a little bit smarter if you if you grow it well. There's that fine line where if, if you have a nice beard, you can yeah. grow it. But if it's if it's like not nice and you grow it, you look retarded. Another question is, does it get itchy? Because mine was like five days and I feel like I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was itchy and then I waited a few days on it. The old itchy point. Yeah, yeah I was itchy. I waited a few days and I've come through the other side. Are you yeah. grooming neck beard as well? Yeah, I'm grooming neck beard. I think it's key. And where are you going? Is you going like Viv Payne-esque or are you going like beyond that? I don't know if I can go beyond that. That's pretty good though. That's, that's I cool. reckon you're looking at like brother Trip out of the side. Oh, yeah. that is so nice. I was going to last week. Oh yeah, should I, I go on and talk about yeah, that? Please, settled on me? Please, yeah, please, please go on about that. Bloody deep, but yeah. Ah, yeah, no, it settled on me really well. Um, I'm no, I can no, I can begin to think about it without getting emotional, which is good, you know. Yeah. Um, but I will go as far to say that it will definitely win at least two Oscars. One hundred percent, they'll win best like music in an Oscar, whatever that one is, and then they'll win another one. That's what I'll, I'll go on the line and say that. I haven't watched it yet. Honestly. I recommend it. Yeah, I need to go and get get that. Yeah, love that. Love the reviews. Um, <laughs> well, we had a fan question that was. The origins of Pew Pew, which is Tommy's catchphrase. <laughs> right, Rosie, do you know the origins at all? Besides, you spray me on it. I can have a guess. Okay, yeah, please do. Um, well, no, actually, no, I, I couldn't have a guess, sorry. 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, okay, so I'm just right, right, let's something. Could have had someone who screwed him up who was here a couple of years ago. Okay, yeah. But I don't, because it, like, it was like, pew, pew, shoot that. But I don't know. It's actually really weird. Yeah. yeah like, but it's also at, really I'm, good. I'm batting yeah. at the middle on James <laughs> Oval, and albeit not batting for very long at the current stage of the time, but Tommy's on the scoreboard yelling that phrase. Every time I'm about to face Not up. perfect, all but that, really, all, really yeah. good. All that one. All <laughs> last year when he goes, what well, does he have another dart? Well, my grandparents are like, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty rough. Or he doesn't mind saying Mount's Brunswick. Yeah, he loves a Mount's Brunswick. And he loves exaggerating the word Dave with 48 E's, but Tommy Gunner. He's not currently here. I'm standing One thing I've been told blatantly to add into the podcast was um, Stibber's was talking about Wade's new vegan nut cheese he wanted me to plug on the potty. Love that. That's, yeah. all, that's all I've got to say. That's, enough, that's so all I've got to say about cafeteria. That's all I've got to say. Leak Street Cafeteria and Free, then, I believe. It's not on Leak Street. It's not. That's all I'll... What's this cafe called? Leak Street. Leak Street Cafeteria. What's it called? But it's not on Leak Street because I saw on the address on his Instagram that it's a different street and I was like, hang on a minute. I'm a bit confused here because... It's called Lake Street, but if it's not on Lake Street, why is it it's called Lake on, Street? Um, it's on uh, 31 Market Street in Fremantle for the listeners out there, so get there, down there, try. I'm confusing that. But anyway, <laughs> work it out. Get, you move on. I've got, another, <laughs> I've got a late submission for fan fan question here. Late submission? Um, How yeah. late? Huh? How late's late? Oh, well, as I was walking. <laughs> oh, really? um, I'd like to go on the of last and Viv giving a very detailed about best day. I'd like a best date from both of you. Best date experience. Rosie, go <laughs> um, I'm happy to start. Let's keep it sensitive. Um, I haven't, you know, go back to Sean and, and ask this question as well. I haven't been on many a date. Yeah. Um, not one to go on many dates, but... Um, oh, what's What has been my best date? This is sucks. Don't tune off. He's just trying to. It's the best day in Hungary. I do. I've obviously been on a date, but yeah, go on. Right. Well, I reckon my best date was actually a few months ago in York. Um, There's a theme to English dates. Yeah, this date was actually, it was incredible. So I met this girl, um, lovely girl, and we were at a, like a OBH kind of vibes, but the bar. Not near the beach, but there was like shipping containers at this bar. So the bar built out shipping containers, right? And I'm sitting there and this girl comes over, we're having a chat, you know, all we months a day, having a chat. Then we just ended up going on this like huge, huge bar crawl. Just just totally spot. And ended up absolutely shit faced dancing at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday. And yeah, it was probably like, I look back on it as like one of the best dates. Like, you know, you just click with someone and the chat was good and everything. So, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Impressive performance, buddy. I like that. Yeah, really like that. Josh. Actually, yeah, so if, if people don't know, but I used to, I had, a, I had a bird from the UK for quite a while. It was a long distance relationship. She, was, she came over here to Oz a couple of times and I went over there a couple of times. So, yeah, my first date with, I oh, was probably. Not my first date, which was, wasn't the best date, <laughs> but uh, my second, I think, was the second or third date. But yeah, we went to um, a restaurant in Newcastle in the UK, 
Um, so I was thinking it was called the Key or something, but it was it was like an elevated restaurant looking over oh, onto the Newcastle. Nice bridge touch, there. man. The bridge oh, there. Really, again, so I love my fine dining. We took it out for a nice meal. She also appreciates food. So went there for a nice meal. It was a delightful three-course meal. Um, and then afterwards, afterwards, similar to Rosie, we went on to a bit of a pub call in Newcastle, which is... Yeah, there's a few good bars there. Sorry, um, and then, yeah, so, and I also booked a, a bit of a hotel there as well for the night. That's a nice um, So a little bit of a nice, yeah, nice evening. Yeah, nice evening. That's a nice great date night. Sounds like it costs you in excess of... Yeah, a little bit. Hey, Sometimes hey, the hey, night's good. If it's worth it, it's for worth it. For the woman of St. Georgian. I mean... Yeah, where you go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Trying to speak to you. You're like Leo on his boat, really. Just throwing their crash. Yeah. I'm feeling loves it. I'm feeling Next one, we're going, to, we're going to wrap the questions up. We're going to move on to the, the weekend forecast. And if we the listeners who listen to the early episodes, we had a sure thing in the doomsday. Oh, we did. We did. And we're going to add we that haven't prepped for this, have we? Haven't prepped. <laughs> one, one. We haven't We haven't given any notice, but my sure thing is that there will be a strong showing from all four clubs. I know that our four teams, <laughs> That's a cop out. I know that's a cop out. It's a really easy thing to say, but we're going against Claim One, and usually. Over the last three or four years, it was hasn't really been a strong showing. So I think every grade's got a point to prove, and as a club, I think that's that's another one. Uh-huh. Doomsday is if I have to do a double batting, double batting over the next two weeks. I would be so happy. I've done it twice. Being a number eight nine, I would prefer bowling in one of the weeks. That's what I what I prefer. Fair enough. My sure thing, so what's going to happen? My sure thing, I believe that Dan Moore is going to come out and stomp 100. Whack 100. I love that. That is my sure thing. He's fired up, he's ready to go. I love that. Um, When's he not fired up? No, no, but I've seen Maury fired up, and this is Maury properly fired up. He's hungry for runs, so I reckon he's he's sure thing is his 100. My doomsday is that we don't get the grand final revenge. The Mel Parks. We need the grand final revenge. The new, the new trophy, the Mel Parks yeah. trophy, we're going to be fighting for in the ones between Claremont and us. That would be my doomsday because we deserve a, you know, a good showing against Claremont. Yeah, and we've got a strong side to do that with base. Sure thing, doomsday. Sure thing. Um, I think Jackie, oh, last week I didn't have a Best of games, but I think this this week's short thing is it will be making more than zero. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> more than zero. Shout out to you, Jackson. Doomsday, uh, <laughs> Doomsday. Look, Doomsday. Um, I've had a bit of a rough time at work with not uh, achieving targets. So, Doomsday. If I don't make more than zero dollars <laughs> next month, I am doomed. I might be packing the brown box for now. I might be, might be, be sent on my way. It yeah. might be the wolf on Hay Street. Yeah, I might have, have to move streets. I might have to get rid of that. Yeah, that could be landed. Oh, love that. Do I have You got one? Sure thing. Um, Jamie Anderson will take at least two wickets in the twos this game. Congratulations on your I'm going to add that in my multi. Okay. I'm going to add Shravan will take at least two wickets in the threes. Um... And then add also in my multi, Justin Hendry will hit over 30 in the fours. So That's a good multi. Yes. Hey, what are we playing at? Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, probably 191 per bet. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. happy with that. I'll, I'll chuck in a couple of options. You're returning it out. Doomsday is 
Doomsday. Um, I'm not playing this week. Got my exams. Doomsday would be if I fail one of my exams. That'd be Doomsday, wouldn't it? But you'd rather probably make 100 than pass your exam. No. Career, sport. No, well, actually, depends. This is it. If you fail the exam and still pass the unit, you might cop the hundred. Yeah, but if you do the double, you yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to do the unit again, Alex. There's nothing worse than sneaking up A <laughs> and then failing an exam. They're very similar. Actually, up quite are. And failing an exam, but that feeling in your gut when you're walking off. Or yeah, it's like ah, oh, it's like that. Ah, how's a hundred Big celebration. It's like, that's, that's like, 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 Guess we're at the potty up? Yeah, boys, feel free to cut it off and finish up. Rosie, finish off the podcast. The fifth podcast. We're excited. Um, it's been a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks for